Welcome to the Property Magic Podcast. My name is Simon Zucci, and in this podcast, I'm going to deep dive into the property investing strategies and investor mindset for my book, Property Magic. I will also share real estate investing hints, tips, and tricks, which I normally only share on my Property Mastermind Mentorship. Hello, and welcome to episode number 63 of the Property Magic Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to explain all about how you find investors, deals, and joint venture partners. Now, the reason I'm talking about this in this particular episode is because I'm just fed up of people saying to me they don't have any money and they don't know anyone with money. I believe this is all mindset. Now, someone said it to me just yesterday in the comment section on a webinar I was speaking on. They said, oh, I can't do this because I don't have any money and I don't know anyone with money. And my response was, well, look, if you get good at finding deals, it's much easier to find the money. There is plenty of money out there. Now, I'm going to be a bit blunt here. I'm going to give some tough love, but I really do mean this with compassion. If you truly believe that no one you know has any money, then you might want to seriously think about changing the group of people who you spend all of your time with. You see, you're going to be like and you're going to think like the people who you hang around with. Your environment has a really big impact on your beliefs and your actions. So you need to meet some new people and spend some time with those people. Now, the good news is, I've seen people come from absolutely nothing, literally having been bankrupt with not a penny to their name, to become very successful. And it all started with them making a decision to change their lives. I know it can be done, and I know that anyone can change their life by starting with making a decision. Now, there are some steps you need to take when it comes to using other people's money. And I'm actually going to run a separate podcast in a few weeks all about how to raise private finance. But just for now, I want to cover some of the basics and explain how you can attract investors, deals and joint ventures. Whatever you're lacking, you can attract. Now, first of all, you need to think about why would someone want to work with you? What do you have that you can offer them? Now, I was recently asked this by someone who had no money and they'd just been made redundant and they thought, well, how can I possibly help someone? And the thing is, if someone's in that position, well, first thing, they've got time and hopefully they've got the passion, the desire and the motivation to change their situation. Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've got money, but you just don't have the time to find deals. Or maybe you've got deals and you've got the expertise. So the question is, and I want you to really think about this, how can you help other people who don't have what you have? Very often when people are thinking about their resources, they just think about the lack, what they don't have, but you will have some resources that are going to be useful to other people. So hopefully it should be fairly easy for you to work that out. And that's the first thing you need to do. If you want to attract people to you, you've got to work out what can you offer them. The next step is you need to raise your profile. And it's never been easier to do that than it is in this day and age. People need to know you if you want them to work with you. Otherwise, you know, how are they even going to find you? And you need them to like and trust you. Now, I've mentioned this before in these podcasts, but uh, a couple of years ago, I was at a large event 
and I went along to see a couple of speakers and one of the speakers was Grant Cadone and he came on stage and for 60 minutes his entire message was you have to be known you have to be known for people to know about you and want to work with you and he went on to tell a story how he had raised 300 million dollars for his Cardone Capital Investment Fund just from people who knew him through his social media. He explained that you know, back in about 2009, he'd committed to post every day on Facebook and every day on Instagram. And you know, some of his friends said, what are you posting on Instagram for? That's for kids. And he, he was convinced that this was going to build his brand. And it, quite rightly, that's what's happened. And he's got millions and millions of followers on his social media. And as a result, he raised $300 million with no brokers, no agents, just through his social media. Now, I'm not suggesting you're going to raise that much money, but you know what? If you start raising your profile, that can absolutely happen in that you will attract people who might want to work with you. So obviously, when people think about social media, they think about Facebook, and Facebook's important, but Facebook is not just about what you had for lunch. You can show people that you are in property. There are people you know, family and friends, who don't really know what you do because you haven't explicitly told them what you do. Sometimes people are shy. They think, well, I don't want to tell my friends about my property just in case it doesn't work. I don't want to be embarrassed. Well, that's almost setting yourself up for failure. You need to be a bit bold. You need to tell people what you're doing, not in a bragging way, not in a boasting way, but just keep them informed. And you will have what we call lurkers. These are people who kind of, they're watching what you do. They're keeping an eye on what you do. And at some point they'll come forward and say, you know what? Actually, I've got a little bit of money. Maybe we can work together or maybe you can help me. So Facebook's really important, especially for people you know really well. LinkedIn is something else that you should be using. And it's a bit more professional than Facebook. Um, it's about business relationships and connections. But building your LinkedIn profile is equally as important. And in fact, um, I ran a, uh, a workshop for my masterminders all about raising private finance. And a couple of weeks after that, we had a mastermind workshop. And we get people to share. And two of the people stood up and shared that they'd just done what I'd said about going on LinkedIn and posting what they were doing. And one of them said they had just attracted someone who they didn't really know, but they'd had a conversation. And this couple have got £300,000 and they want to work with this mastermind student. And they don't even know this person. Now, they've had to build the relationship, obviously, but it's just a contact on LinkedIn. And then also another mastermind stood up and he said a very good friend of his who he didn't even think about asking for money because he's, he's a really good friend had just come forward and said he had £400,000 that he wanted to invest. And this is all about just letting people know what you do. And if you're doing developments and things, Instagram's great because people love to look at pictures and lots of property groups as well. A great way of raising your profile. So social media is one thing to let people know what you're doing. But I've got a question for you. Where can you meet other people who are interested in property, who want to make money from property and might have deals or they might have money to invest and they're looking to work with other people? Where can you meet people like that? Well, the answer is very simple. Go to property events and meet other people who are in property. The bigger your network, the bigger your net worth. Now, I must admit, most people don't like the idea of going into a room full of strangers, having to meet people they don't know, having to make small talk. And I never used to like doing it. But I've learned and I've gained so much 
from networking that basically I really don't mind doing it right now because I've, I've just achieved so much from doing it. So most of, oh, in fact, all of our networking events are currently online. And because they're virtual, it actually makes the networking easier for a couple of reasons. First of all, you can attend a virtual network meeting from the comfort of your own home. No having to travel there, no travel time, no travel costs. And as soon as the meeting finishes, you're back at home to spend time with your family and your loved ones. So first of all, it's very, very easy. Secondly, that means that you can visit meetings that you wouldn't normally attend and so have contact with people you wouldn't normally meet. We have a lot of people who are from the south of England who attend our virtual pin meetings in the north, for example, because they know properties a lot cheaper up there and they know they can find people who've got properties, who can look after them, who can do the building work, who can do the management, etc. We have a lot of international investors who are taking advantage of PIN meetings being virtual. And they're going to all of the PIN meetings, checking out the areas, connecting with local people and using that to do their research. The other thing is, because we use Zoom on our network meetings, there's obviously some content from a successful investor sharing what they've done and a property expert sharing some tips and secrets. So the knowledge and education is really useful. But what's more powerful is the ability to connect with other people. And in Zoom, we use breakout rooms at our network meetings. What that means is you get put into a breakout room with a number of other investors, people you may not know, but it's really easy to network with you because they're just in front of you. You don't have to go up to strangers and awkwardly introduce yourself and say, hey, can I come and speak to you? You're in front of them on camera. It makes it so easy. Now, there's an opportunity that a lot of people do not use at the Property Investor Network meetings. In the breakout rooms, everyone has the opportunity to do a 20-second elevator pitch. That's where you say what your name is, where you're from, what you do, and how you can help people or what help you're looking for. And some people use this incredibly well. Some people don't do it very well. They kind of make it up on the spot and some people don't use it at all. And that's a massive missed opportunity. So an action from this podcast, I would highly recommend you work out what can you do to help other people and then put it into a 20 second pitch. And by the way, less is more. Don't try and cram too much into that 20 seconds. Be nice and clear and precise exactly what you're looking for. Who do you want to attract to you? And if you practice that, so when you get to the network meetings, you're nice and clear and concise about what you want to achieve. And then other people will be attracted to you. Now, on Zoom, people always have their name. So I'd suggest when you go to a breakout room, write down the names of the other people who are in the room so you can reach out to them and contact them later. And obviously you can share your contact details in the chat. And often there's an option for you to save the chat so you've got the contact details of the other people who were in your breakout room. And then the critical thing you need to do here is to follow up. When you meet people, it's very easy to have a chat and be social. And that's great. But it's all about the follow up because no one is going to say to you, hey, I've got 50,000 pounds. Would you like it? You need to get to know people. You need to connect to them. You've got to build the trust and the relationship. So one of my masterminders, Andrew, 
recently shared with me the story that he was at one of our network meetings. He was in a breakout room. This lady was saying she was new to property. She had some money to invest. She wanted to work more experienced investors. And I just said, well, look, would you like to have a follow-up call? He had a call with her. Uh, he talked about everything he's done. He demonstrated his track record. And she's just agreed to lend him £100,000. Now, that's not all her money. She shared that actually she's got £500,000 available, but she's going to put 100000 with him and work with him. And, you know, he's pretty happy. That's just someone he met at a network meeting. He doesn't really know yet. He's going to get to know them better, obviously. But there are people at these meetings who've got money. There are people at these meetings who've got deals, who want money to fund those deals. There are people at this meeting who've got money in case you don't have time. Whatever resource you are lacking, there are people at these meetings who can help you. And you may not meet someone at the first meeting. It might be the second, it might be the fifth meeting. But it's about being persistent. So a strong recommendation and a call to action is, first of all, work out how can you help other people? What can you offer them that maybe they don't have? Secondly, work out your 20-second pitch. What are you going to say when you meet people so they understand that you can help them? Third thing is go and check out your local property investor network meeting. You can go to www.pinmeeting.co.uk. Now, it's just £20 to attend a meeting. And we make a charge, even though it's a virtual meeting, because you get the same great value from the speakers as you do for a physical one. It's easier to get there. But also, we want to make sure we get serious people. If someone's not prepared to spend £20 on their own personal development education, they're probably not really the kind of person you want to spend much time with. And so you get a more qualified person at the network meetings. However, we invite anybody to come to their very first meeting completely free of charge just to come and check it out and to see how it all works. So if you use the voucher code podcast, that's all one word, podcast, when you're paying at the checkout for your local PIN meeting, it will bypass the payment page and you can come to your very first meeting completely free as a guest. Now, if you've already been to PIN, obviously you have to pay the £20, but I'm happy for you to pass that voucher code onto any family or friends or work colleagues who you know might also be interested in investing and might benefit from coming to a PIN meeting. So I do hope this has been useful for you to think about how you can start to attract people with money, people with deals, or joint venture partners. It's all about you getting out there and letting people know how you can help them. So until next time, remember to always invest with knowledge, invest with skill. Thanks for listening to the Property Magic Podcast. To get this week's show notes, please visit www.propertymagicbook.co.uk forward slash podcast. You can contact me via LinkedIn. You can follow me on social media. And I highly recommend you subscribe to my YouTube channel to watch loads of valuable property trading for free. All of the details are available in the show notes. Until next time, invest with knowledge, invest with skill.